Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two. The Oilers now. It's Brandon Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer. Bob traveling with the team to Denver, Colorado a little later on this afternoon. Oilers now is brought to you by the title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office needs. You can get in touch on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Of course, you can text at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. You think all dealerships are the same? Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. All right, we mentioned the uh, World Junior A Challenge is taking place right now at the RJ Lalonde Arena in Bonneville, Alberta. It started yesterday. It carries on through the 16th. And uh, Tim Ellis is one of the lead play-by-play guys, or perhaps the lead play-by-play guys in the whole operation. He's joining us live from the rink. He's calling a game in about 55 minutes' time. But uh, so far, how do you think things are looking, Tim? Well, things are looking very good. I'm uh, just brushing up on my uh, Russian and uh, Czech Republic uh, pronunciations, as that'll be the two o'clock game this afternoon. That uh, it should be fun. That's right, and that's uh, so your your day job, of course, is the voice of the Camrose Kodiaks of the AJHL, and uh, not typically going to see the foreign pronunciations at that level. Uh, what has that been like to try and learn, and probably what's been a pretty short order for you? Yeah, well, I'll uh, tell you what, I'll give uh, all props to the Hockey Canada folks here because they uh, they do the phonetic spelling. You don't, you don't get that in the AJHL anywhere or, or many uh, junior hockey leagues, but here Hockey Canada takes care of us pretty well and got the phonetics, got to the Russian game uh, yesterday as they beat Team Canada East 5-3. So uh, looking forward to it. I think this should be a, a very good matchup here this afternoon between a couple of very good hockey teams. So Canada West, who is the team that would have all the BCHL, the AJ, the MJ, that kind of thing, um, that's what their roster's comprised of. They beat USA 2-1 last night in their first game. Uh, Alex Alex Newhook out of the Victoria Grizzlies program is somebody who is expected to go very high in the draft this year, and I'm curious what he's looked like so far. Yeah, he looked uh, he looked very good for Team Canada West last night. Yeah, predicted uh, perhaps a, a potential top 20 uh, pick coming up in the 2019 NHL draft, and uh, he was one of the stars for uh, for Team Canada West last night. But really, that game came down to, to goaltending and Matthew Davis, who uh, his day job is uh, the tender for the uh, Spruce Grove Saints. The Alberta Junior Hockey League was uh, was unbelievable. He, of course, was named Game Star uh, for Team Canada West. He kept the the West in as they were outshot by the U.S., but he had a great game. But Newhook was uh, was one of the stars out there. Thought uh, Dylan Holloway from the Okotoks Oilers uh, uh, was uh, another of the stars out there as well for Team Canada West, and uh, they picked up that uh, victory, very important victory against a, a very good USA team last night. 
And Holloway, somebody with the late birthday that isn't even draft eligible until next year, although he's leading the AJHL in scoring right now, uh, as he has for most of the season. So what is the format of this tournament, Tim, and showcasing some of the best talent? Who else is here? We've got Canada East, Canada West, USA. I believe the Czech Republic is there as well, and Russia. Is that sort of the... How is it shaking down in terms of the round-robin play as we head towards the, uh, the medal round? Yeah, those are the five teams. A bit of a different uh, format this year. Uh, in the summer, they decided to change from the uh, usual 16 format. Uh, Switzerland decided to opt out of this tournament, so uh, that gave Hockey Canada an opportunity to uh, go to a five-team format. And uh, I think it's going to be very good at, uh, at the end of this because each team gets to play each team during the round robin. Before, it was split into two pools of three and uh, sometimes perhaps you didn't get the matchups like we had last night with the USA and Team Canada West who played in the gold medal game just a year ago in Truro, Nova Scotia. Uh, you, don't, you don't get some of those matchups in the round robin for the fans to see. This time, uh, they get to see everybody play everybody, and I think it, it's also probably good for the teams too because uh, prior to heading into the playoff round, uh, they've, they've seen the other team before, so it gives them a chance to prepare. So that uh, is the format as far as games. Of course, we had two last night. We got two or two yesterday. That is uh, two again today. Uh, they'll play just uh, one game on the Tuesday and Thursday at 7, and then uh, Wednesday and uh, Friday, of course, they have two games as well to finish up the round robin, and then the playoffs begin Saturday, and then your, uh, your bronze and gold medal games on Sunday. So a full week of action here in Bonneville. Joined by Tim Ellis, the lead voice of the World Junior A Challenge taking place in Bonneville, Alberta this year on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Uh, who, who are we not aware of yet that you think is going to or has already started to make a name for themselves at this showcase? Well, it's, it's hard to say. You know, we, we haven't seen the Czech Republic yet. Uh, but we saw the U.S. last night and... Uh, uh, all of the the players on the U.S. roster, of course, come from the USHL. Was uh, really impressed by uh, well the leading scorer in the USHL, Bobby Brink, out of uh, uh, Sioux City. He and uh, his teammate Parker Ford uh, last night showed why that U.S. team is is going to be so good and likely will figure in a medal somewhere. You would think because of just the speed and and creativity they have. Uh, both are, are fairly. Uh, a small players brings only five foot eight, one fifty nine. So uh, you know, not sure he's a seventeen year old. Not sure if he's going to get a look when it comes to the draft. But uh, he definitely is uh, is one player to watch. And also uh, Zach Jones out of Tri City. Uh, he's an eighteen year old, and uh, he really impressed last night for the U.S. Just uh, some of the players we saw last night. And this Russian team is is loaded with potential uh, top twenty five draft picks. I think they got four on this team that that could go in the draft. Uh, uh, next year in the NHL, uh, Pod Colson, uh, he, he's probably not a guy that, that's going to sneak up on anybody because everybody knows him, but he's likely a top five pick, and he had two goals there yesterday, and he's, uh, he's going to be a star as well. So uh, those are just some of the guys from, from opening day, but th- there will be some others as this tournament goes on that's going to catch some eyes of the, uh, the many scouts that are in attendance, that's for sure. I'll ask you this, Tim. Uh, the BCHL is often thought of as kind of the premier junior A league in the country. And only five representatives from the Alberta Junior League, who is the league itself, is starting to get more notoriety and more of that top end talent. But certainly in the past has taken a backseat to the BCHL. Now, I look at Dylan Holloway, who we've talked about, uh, Matt Davis in goal, Austin Wong, TJ Lloyd, also from uh, the Spruce Grove Saints, and Luke Bass. So there's your five players from the AJHL. How have they looked? alongside some of the players from that Premier League because a lot of that roster is made up of the BCHL. Yeah, 
Yeah, 14 uh, players from the BCHL, uh, five from the Alberta Junior Hockey League, and three from Manitoba, none from Saskatchewan, which uh, raised my eyebrows a bit. And, and perhaps, uh, you know, the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League may be known more for the, the bigger players, uh, where the BCHL is known more for the, the speed, and the, and the AJHL, I think, known for a combination of both. But, uh, no, Holloway uh, obviously didn't look out of place last night. He's the youngest player on the Team Canada West roster. And uh, he did not look out of place at all last night. Had some uh, good chances. Austin Wong is going to be a guy that, that throws his weight around. He did that last night. He was very physical uh, in the hockey game last night. Um, and, of course, we mentioned Davis. Uh, T.J. Lloyd is, is an anchor back there. He was, uh, well, he wasn't guaranteed a spot back here, uh, but uh, he, was, he was almost the, the surest thing you could get for uh, Coach Rick Swan and, and the team and Team Canada West. And, and Luke Bass last night, his, his first uh, World Junior A challenge, but... Uh, Again, uh, he didn't look out of place uh, at all. So uh, they're they're going to be uh, they're going to be fine along with these uh, these BC players. Uh, uh, Matthew Goslin out of uh, BC uh, showed some great speed last night. Of course, you mentioned uh, New Hook, who's from uh, Newfoundland, who plays in Victoria. So uh, it, it's going to be a well-rounded team, and and I think you know they they tried to pick the best they could out of the 44 that came, having to go from from 60 to 44. So maybe you didn't get some of those guys from the AJHL that uh, might have surprised. Uh, they just didn't have enough invites for those. And, of course, with the age restrictions here, that's, that's another factor. But uh, the AJHL guys uh, definitely last night uh, held, held their own for sure. Chatting with Tim Ellis, he's the lead voice of the World Junior A Challenge that's going on at the RJ Lalonde Arena in Bonneville. What has the community response been like? It's obviously a pretty small town is Bonneville. Uh, quite a few of the Oilers now listeners from there, I think. And and what has the community response been out of them in hosting this event? Uh, it's It's been great so far. I mean, uh, 2016, uh, you know, Rob Hunter, the co-chair here, uh, uh, got all the volunteers together and, and really put this thing, uh, put Bonneville on the map as hosting the World Junior A Challenge, which I, I believe at that time that probably many in the community thought uh, they wouldn't have a chance of doing. And, and now here two years later, they're hosting it again. And and uh, tons of volunteers back, uh, a lot of them from 2016, some new. They've, uh, they've embraced the opportunity to do this. Uh, the community's really getting behind it. Uh, last night's crowd was uh, was pretty good for a, for a Sunday night and an opening day. And they watched a tremendous hockey game, and I would think that that is going to now get through to uh, other people in the community that maybe didn't want to come. And, and there's going to be word of mouth saying, man, was that some kind of great hockey game last night, and, and maybe get some more people in the building. But uh, this community, uh, you know, I've been coming up here for, for many, many years in other capacities and that. It's it's a welcoming community. It's it's a small, uh, tight-knit community, and it's, uh, it's welcoming the the world and and uh, Canada and all the parents and and everybody coming that's that's watching their uh, their sons here as well. So it's uh, it's going to be a great time uh, here over the next week for sure. You're getting some love on the Heartland Ford text line, Tim, from Nick. He says, more Tim Ellis, knowledgeable guy with the Alberta hockey scene, enjoying the conversation. Uh, one more here for you, Tim. I'm curious. I'm curious who, there's there's just so many names that have come out of this tournament when you look at Kyle Turris and Nikolai Ehlers, and these are just guys that I noticed were MVPs. Is there a favorite to, to take that down, in your opinion, so far? Uh, from, from this tournament or, or from yeah. the past? Yeah, from this, right, tournament? from this tournament. Uh, well, um, boy, I don't know. You, you look at the Team Canada West roster, uh, but, but like I said, the guy I'm most familiar with, I guess, would, would be uh, somebody like a, like a Dylan Holloway that, that, that you follow that, 
you know, like you say, not eligible for the draft this year, but uh, could be eligible for, for next year and, and probably will look even better. So he could, uh, you know, he could be a potential perhaps first-round pick in the NHL. That might be a guy that comes from here. As we mentioned, the, the Russian players, I'd be really interested to see where uh, Pod Colson goes after seeing him yesterday with the two goals. He is uh, He's going to be a stud for somebody who picks him in the NHL. I think that's a, that's a name you got to watch from... Uh, uh, from uh, Russia for sure, and and the U.S. Uh, you know they have so much speed. Uh, the thing with the U.S. is is a lot of these guys are are smaller. But a guy like we saw, like Zach Jones, uh, is a guy that you might want to uh, keep an eye on as as things uh, progress. So there's there's just so many names and, and who might come out. But uh, those are just three, at least from opening day, that that might uh, might uh, you know be uh, potential names to watch in the future for sure. A huge event for Alberta to have landed. I have no doubt in my mind that Rob Hunter and Rick Swan and the rest of the Bonneville scene is putting on an excellent event. Now, Tim, if somebody's tuning in and they can't make it up there, how do they get a, how do they get to watch the games? They can uh, go to HockeyTV.com. Uh, Just uh, go on there. You'll be able to find uh, all of the games uh, courtesy of Hockey Canada and Hockey TV. And uh, just uh, go on there, click on... And uh, you'll find uh, myself and Dave Dawson who will be doing uh, color starting today from uh, Bonneville the rest of the week. And uh, it, uh, it should be good. Appreciate you taking the time and uh, have a good call in uh, about 40 minutes here. This has been uh, Tim Ellis, lead voice of not only the Camrose Kodiaks, but the World Junior A Challenge. Thanks so much, Tim. You betcha. No problem. All right. Well, uh, excellent conversation. It's always appreciated when you can get a hockey mind talking about uh talking about something more than just the Oilers. We it's Oilers now, you're going to get oversaturated, but I like when I get to host to uh, to take a little bit of the junior scene down and uh, what better time than right now to showcase some of that talent. I don't know if you're aware of how much talent comes out of this tournament, but I mentioned Kyle Turris, uh, I think the first tournament that they did back in the mid 2000s was the MVP and and he went third overall. So there's no slouches playing hockey in Bonneville. We'll take some time now to uh, tell you to book with New West Travel Oilers fans. You can join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests, and parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Las Vegas, though. For the Oilers now road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780 432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. It is 119 at Edmonton. This is Brendan Escott, pinch hitting for Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now. We'll get to more of your texts on the Heartland Ford text line when we come back. Please support 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous and make sure every kid has a Christmas. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 122 in Edmonton, it's Brendan Escott taking the place of Bob Stoffer today. I will also be with you on Wednesday, so make a plan to tune in or make a plan to tune out. I'm not sure how you feel about me quite yet. This is only day three hosting the show. Just chatting with Tim Ellis, who's the play-by-play voice of the World Junior A Challenge. A lot of high-end hockey talent being showcased up in Bonneville. If you can make the trip up there to see even like the gold medal game, I would highly recommend it. The names that have come out of this tournament, uh, you would be quite surprised as to how 
many are playing in the show right now. And actually a text from Bill in Bonneville says that now Yakupov played in the World Junior A tourney back in the day. So uh, definitely... Definitely some high-end talent worth seeing. And for what it's worth, I was looking at a couple of mock drafts earlier today, and Alex Newhook, who is kind of the focal point of Team Canada West, was uh, he was slated to go 16th, I believe, and the Oilers in that same, uh, that same draft were selected to pick 15th. So possibly a fit there. I understand he's a pretty good centerman, and that might be somewhere where the Oilers would like a little bit more depth, depending on how... Uh, how uh, the rest of the development goes with Cooper Marodi, et cetera. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good talent coming up in the Oilers system as well, might I add. I was doing a little bit of digging. I'm going to get further into this on Wednesday's show, but uh, the Oilers have drafted well in the last couple of years to sort of fit the model of how other teams have been having success in their the late round picks and and that sort of thing. So again, we'll dive further into that on Wednesday. Right now, I'm going to tell you that guests on the show received gift cards to Japanese Village steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown. North Side and Sherwood Park. We can open up the phone lines for a couple minutes right now. If you've got something you want to uh, get off your chest, hit us up at uh, 780-496-0063. Now is the time, but for now, we'll head to that Heartland Ford text line. This one coming in from Waxman and Red Deer. Good afternoon, uh, Bob. Well, good afternoon, Brendan. I think it's about time we take Drysidle off the first unit power play. Doesn't move his feet and gives the puck away consistently. It's not the WHL anymore. Playing on the top line still needs some effort. Lucic has outplayed him the last few games. It's time to put the Nuge back up there. There's if if I have any issue with Drysidle and the guy just oozes talent, I think he is so valuable to this team, even if the price tag's a little bit heavy. The one issue that I would have, the one slight knock, is that occasionally he doesn't move his feet. And in the modern NHL, my goodness, does that ever drive one crazy? You can't get away with it. We saw Valentin Zikov in his first game take a penalty for doing exactly that. The second you get engaged with a guy and you stop moving your feet, you are going to end up in the penalty box. And playing for a coach like Ken Hitchcock, boy, you don't want to do that at all. This one comes in from Edmonton. Ask your audience which jersey they'd rather see the team wear, on the blue-based retros or the new orange-based ones. My vote goes for the blue-based ones. I put that out on Twitter when they first wore them against uh, Los Angeles, I think, last week or so. And resoundingly, people love the blue ones. I'll bring uh, Devin Horn is operating our, our board today and does quite a bit of work with not only 630 Chad, but uh, 880 Edmonton, Global News Radio. What do you think of the jersey situation? I think I'm on the same page as everyone else. I think I don't like the, the darker blue and the shade of orange. I think the jerseys that they have now would look a lot better if they kept that like royal blue color. But I think the Oilers, when you see them, especially against Calgary, when you see them in those classic jerseys, like how can you not love seeing Connor McDavid scream down the wing in those colors? I think the Oilers definitely should stick with those hopefully next season. And if they want to do like a third jersey yeah go for a weirder orange one or whatever but i think they really need to stick with those royal blue ones in my opinion i completely agree the orange is a great third option i don't know that it should be the centerpiece although hey i mean i i, I have one of the orange mcdavid jerseys i bought my girlfriend one of the orange mcdavid jerseys it's a nice look it's just Forget the history. I think it's just easier on the eyes and blue, isn't it? I will say, though, that the away jerseys that we have right now, like I'm not a big fan of every team just going with white, but I think the Oilers away jerseys look particularly sharp. 
I do agree with that as well. The white is a clean look. A couple more texts, and there's a lot coming in right now that's saying blue. I, I prefer the blue. This is coming in from quite a few numbers on the Heartland Ford text line. Take note, Oilers management. The people have spoken. One text here comes in out of Edmonton. If you can't keep up with the good teams, then you play the trap, a.k.a. Hitchcock hockey. Reminds me of when Dallas beat the Oilers in the first round all those years. Just a thought. That's how they've been keeping the puck out of the net, is it not? I mean, they don't play like a glaringly obvious trap style, but they're finding a way within that to shut down good offenses. And again, I say, in my opinion, the benchmark for how they this system is going to play going forward is going to come against Colorado. They got embarrassed by Colorado when Colorado came here to Rogers place not that long ago. And, and when you've got Landis Cog, Ranton and, and McKinnon is the best line in hockey right now, far and away. We'll see if the Oilers are able to shut it down. That might fall on the goaltender having to come up big. They haven't named a starter yet. I'm curious if they go back to Talbot. Text me at 630-630. Who do you think should start against Colorado tomorrow night? Text coming in from Grand Prairie says, Lucic was a beast. Love it when he smokes the other team with huge hits, changes the momentum, and makes other teams pass the puck quickly, leading to turnovers. I was having fun watching uh, Flames D-men look backwards in fear of either Lucic or Cassian. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's that's how they've been deployed under Hitchcock. That was conjured up by, uh, by Don Hay back in the day by the way, when he was coaching Lucic in the Vancouver Giants system. And Hitchcock, being good friends with Don Hayes, says, hey, how do I use this guy? And Don Hayes says, why don't you have him run the other team through the boards? And that third line with Zach Cassian playing a very similar style has had a lot of success in doing that. So everybody knows that that line should stay together right now. It would be nice to see some more scoring out of it, but really that's not at this point what they're out there to do. One more text. This also comes in out of Grand Prairie. I think it's the same guy. He's been all over the text line. Uh, I've noticed that Dreisaitl is not a wall player. His best play happens in the middle of the ice. He should be placed six feet in front of goalies. He works so well off the rush with McDavid. That seems to be and has been all season, even under Todd McClellan. One of the big strengths of their offense, if not the strength of their offense, has been their ability to create off the rush. 129 in Edmonton is Brendan Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer. We will hear after the 1.30 news break with Eileen Bell, we will hear from the captain of the Edmonton Oil Kings. You always hear from the coach. You always hear from the GM. Let's hear from the superstar himself, Trey Fix-Wolanski, when we come back on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.